Welcome to A Flame for Christ, homilies to set your heart on fire with love for Jesus Christ. My name is Father Joseph Gill, priest of the Diocese of Bridgeport, Connecticut, and you've joined us on Ordinary Time 7. So when the communists took over Russia during the 1917 revolution, very, very tragically, they executed the entire royal, royal family, except for the youngest daughter, Anastasia. Now somehow, somehow she reportedly escaped, and for the next 70 years, many women came forth and claimed to be her, to be the princess. One woman, in fact, by the name of Anna Anderson, was particularly convincing and actually brought a lawsuit to a German court to try to prove that she was the missing princess, who had adopted a new name and identity for her safety. And the lawsuit dragged on for 32 years before a judge finally declared that no, she was not the real princess. And to this day, it kind of remains an unsolved mystery as to what happened with the disappearance of the princess. But I've always found that story very interesting, in part because I think we seem to have a fascination with royalty in disguise. You know, think about the Disney movies that we love, you know, Cinderella or Beauty and the Beast. Think of that old fairy tale where the princess has to kiss a frog to turn him back into a prince. Our literature really is awash with stories of princes and princesses hidden under common, unassuming disguises. So why is that? Could that be because there's a profound truth at the heart of our fascination with hidden royalty? Maybe we're seeing in these stories a deeper glimpse into our own identity as well. Now, what do I mean? Well, what do you see when you look in the mirror? Maybe you see someone who's lonely, someone who has regrets, someone who's made a mess out of life, someone who's tired. Maybe you just see someone who's ordinary. After all, you know, we don't really have too many famous people here at my church. But St. Paul says three very powerful things about our identity in our second reading this weekend. He says that we are a temple of God. He says that the Holy Spirit dwells in us and that we belong to Christ. Through grace, this is who we've become. We are children of the King, which makes us princes and princesses in disguise. And if we are princes and princesses, then we need to live out our dignity. Listen to the powerful words of Pope St. Leo the Great. He said, Christian, remember your dignity. And now that you share in God's own nature, do not return by sin to your former base condition. Bear in mind who is your king and of whose body you are a member. Do not forget that you have been rescued from the power of darkness and brought into the light of God's kingdom. Do not become again a slave to the devil, for your liberty was bought by the blood of Christ. Christian, remember your dignity. Remember whose blood has washed you clean. Remember whose life was given to purchase yours. Remember whose son or daughter you are. With such a royal dignity, sin is beneath us. It's common, it's vulgar, when we are meant to live noble and upright lives. Sin is like playing in the mud when someday we're going to dwell in the heights of heaven. Just as it would be absolutely crazy to see Prince Harry eating from a dumpster, so it's equally absurd to see a Christian wallowing in the filth of sin. And it's in this light that we see Jesus' words to be perfect in today's gospel. Now, for those of us who struggle with perfectionism, this gospel can be a real challenge. Be perfect, but I thought no one was perfect except for God. But here's where it's helpful to go to the original Greek. So the word in Greek is telos, which means more than perfect. It also means fulfilled or achieving its ultimate goal. So what is the telos, the ultimate goal, the fulfillment of a human person? Well, it's to live out our dignity as sons and daughters of so noble a father. You know, we speak of people being chips off the old block, or, man, she really takes after her father. Likewise, we are to live the nobility of holiness precisely because we are children of the All-Holy One, friends of the All-Holy Son, and temples of the All-Holy Spirit. All the riches of this world are just mud and filth compared to the glory that not only are we destined to partake of, 
but that we already have within us by our adoption as sons and daughters of God. You know, back in the early 1700s, when America was still being built up, there was a young aristocrat named Dmitry Galitsyn who came to visit our country. He was the son of a Russian ambassador, a very young man who came from a noble background of riches, wealth, and high society. And his parents, yeah, were nominally Christian, but Dmitry had a profound spiritual experience and a real hunger for God and for living a better kind of life than just being a socialite. So when he arrived in America, he was amazed to see how many Catholics lived in rural communities across the 13 colonies and had no access whatsoever to the sacraments. Moved at their plight, he told his parents that he was entering seminary to become a priest to serve the rural poor Catholics of this fledgling nation of America. And this caused shock and horror to his family. He was giving up his inheritance, his wealth, his standing in high society. Yet Dimitri had found a greater nobility the dignity of laying it all down for Christ. He did become the first ever ordained priest in the United States of America in 1895, and he spent his priesthood traveling through the mountainous regions of western Pennsylvania, bringing the sacraments to isolated farmers and communities that hadn't seen a priest in decades. In fact, there were so few Catholics at one time that he had to travel on horseback over 150 miles just to give someone the last rites. He would often travel for weeks on end to visit these isolated families and communities to say Mass for them, sometimes sleeping on bare floors and in barns and on his travels. This is a far cry from the fine palaces he used to live in and the nobility of being a Russian aristocrat, and yet he found this greater nobility. And finally, when he died, he became known as the Apostle to the Allegheny Mountains. He's now on the path to potential sainthood. He's a servant of God and a man who gave up earthly nobility for the far more noble life of sacrifice for Christ. My friends, realize that you have a dignity that far exceeds the finest riches or greatest fame that this world can offer. Rather, you are sons and daughters of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, purchased with the blood of God himself. You are the inheritors of heaven, and someday you will live there with Christ. Only a noble life of holiness could live up to such a royal destiny. So be holy as your heavenly Father is holy.